Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com What's going on, everybody? It's How To Tuesday, and we've got a great one for you today. I have a special guest, Ben Crawford. He is the author of 2,000 Miles Together, which documents his family's trip on the Appalachian Trail. 2,000 miles, family of eight. The youngest one was two. So today, what we're going to talk about is how to get the family into the outdoors. Like, maybe not everybody likes the outdoors. Maybe somebody's kind of resistant. Maybe... You're somebody doesn't want to be around stinky fish. Maybe who knows what the challenge is, but I wanted to bring Ben on today because he has overcome all of these challenges in his pursuit to finish the Appalachian Trail. Not everybody liked it. It was cold. It was wet. There were a lot of challenges. Ben, can you help us out with uh, with some ideas on how people might get their families into the outdoors? Well, I can tell you how we did it. And uh, I love the question because it is a very difficult challenge. In fact, one of the things that I'm the most proud of, of our accomplishment in becoming the largest family to trail is that we did it uh, because I think I've tips and tricks that every parent knows how to get the kids to do things against their will. You threaten, you bribe, you pull privileges, you do all that kind of stuff. And I think that has its place. But older I've gotten to my parenting journey, I've seen that those tips and tricks have, they have pros and cons and they don't work as well long-term in my opinion, they run out and then they can tend to backfire. So one of my, the things I'm the proudest of is not that we did the trail, but that we got our kids to choose the trail themselves, that they chose it. And going back to our journey a little bit, I want us to talk about when we started running as a family. So about eight years ago, I bought the book called Born to Run. And I had I was not a runner. The last running I had did was in high school, and I hated it for cross country. <laughs> Miserable. Um, I bought this book about these crazy guys that run these ultra marathons, and I was inspired. And I thought, I want to run a marathon. I had never done anything like this. I'm in my 30s. So I asked my son, who was eight at the time, if he wanted to run with me. And he said, yeah, he wanted to spend time with his dad. So we started running to work, and we entered our first marathon together. We didn't know if either of us would be able to do it, but we crossed the finish line together 22 miles when he was old. And I had uh, four other kids at the time. And guess what? They watched him cross the finish line. They saw the shiny metal that we got and the free pizza we got at the end. And right after that, they said, can we run a marathon? 
So the next year, I think there was, it was me and three other kids joined us. And so now we have me and four kids run my second marathon. <clears throat> and my wife saw it and she was like, maybe I can run a marathon. I mean, she's not really that type and she had never done anything like that. And I guess, you know, what I learned in that process was when I started running and I was inspired by this book, I didn't force the kids to run or stop them from playing video games. I just asked this question, how can I learn to love this myself instead of just, you know, doing it because I hate it. And I think a lot of running for me previously had been, oh, I need to get skinny or lose weight or burn calories or go for speed, which all of things are, they're all miserable. So if we're, if we're doing something miserably, no wonder our kids don't want to do it. Like they don't want to be miserable either. So I had to learn how to actually love this thing and do things that I enjoy and find pleasure in them. And then I feel like if we are showing our kids that, why wouldn't they choose it themselves? I mean, we're now inspiring them and inviting them to do it, but sometimes we had to give a little bit of space uh, so that they do choose it themselves and not because sometimes I see my kids playing video games and I like freak out and I'm like, Oh, I'm being a bad dad. You know, a good parent, their kid would be out running around in the sunshine, not playing video games. <laughs> so I take the shortcut and I create a restriction or I take it away or I use control. But then what happens? The kids outside uh, thinking about video games, you know, wishing that exactly. they were back inside. But sometimes when you let it run its course, but if, if running really is better than video games, we've learned that you got to trust your kids to conclude that themselves and that by modeling it and inviting them into it by figuring out what I really do enjoy and pursuing that as a parent, things are going to be okay. So that's how it was with hiking with our, our, the trail, we invited our kids. They came on it with us. No one knew what it was going to be like. It was pretty miserable. And in New York, my son was complaining a lot. My 15 year old, he, he hated the trail. He didn't want to be there anymore. We were two or three months in. And by this time we knew record to be the largest but my wife, I think we gave our son the option to quit and, you know, not, not the kind of option where it's like a, a pretend option, you know, where we're bluffing. We're like, well, fine, you can quit. But really we're like, you know, we know it's not possible. We said, no, there's a train here in New York. Uh, we'll put you on it. Options. You can go, but if you stay, you need to own the decision and not complain anymore. It's going to be your decision. And he chose to stay. Uh, and it, from that point on, his attitude was very different. Mm -hmm. But I think it was because not that he hated hiking, but he hated feeling controlled like it wasn't his choice. And from that point forward, it became his choice. So from that point on, I actually think he started enjoying the hike more, even though it's the same, we're doing the same thing. It's the same mileage, the same weather, the same everything, but now he owned it. So we've learned the power of inspiring children, inviting them, and allowing them to make and own the decision to be a part of the activity. Wow. That's excellent advice, whether that's fishing, hiking, hunting, whatever it is. Like that is incredible advice and uh, obviously played a part in, in you having your family join you the whole way on the, the Appalachian Trail. So thanks for that. And you can take that advice and apply it wherever you like. But uh, if you want to hear more from Ben, you can get his book, 2,000 Miles Together. It's the story of he and his family going on the Appalachian Trail. You can follow him on um, YouTube as well. Fight for together and uh, see him on Instagram too. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate it. 
Thanks, Tom. 